The Frequency Podcast with Nautica De La Cruz and Amy Lopez. Amy. Nautica. <laughs> oh, I love your new glasses. They're beautiful. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're good? Okay. You look, look like, like a hot mess. Cat fight. <laughs> you do well, look like was... you got into a cat fight. <laughs> I was uh, What's up? working. I was teaching Dottie new tricks. Oh, okay. And how's the new dog in the family? How's she doing? She's fine. She, so, she's got her own Instagram. I was going to say, because that was my next question. I couldn't remember if, um, well, first of all, let's say welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm Nautica De La Cruz. I'm Amy Lopez. Okay. I, I don't, I didn't know if it was, she has her own Instagram or she has her own TikTok. What, what is it? And what is Both. it? Both. It's oh. at, at Labra Dottie. Okay. So, because she's a Labrador. Okay. So Labra and then her name, D-O-T-T-I-E. Okay. And she has both. She has Instagram and she has and uh, TikTok. TikTok. Okay. All right. Yes. I. Okay. So then I want to say it was a TikTok because I heard uh, another voice. You know how you do the voices? Yeah. And I was like, wait, you can't do that on Instagram. I don't think. Okay. No. Oh, so, so um, at Labradotti, we wanted her to get some followers. What we is, do. what, what is, what is Dottie showing us? What is she showing us her training, how she's she behaving? A day in the life. A day in the life, <laughs> a day in the life of a Labrador. So, oh. uh, for those people who are thinking of getting one, and maybe they'll get deterred from getting one after right. they see her shenanigans. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, or they'll just fall in love. I mean, she's she's kind of hard not to not to fall in love with. She has those big puppy eyes. You can't yell at her. You She's try. Beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> well, before we get into this letter, let's let's go over a few things. One, what did you think of the Super Bowl? I was very disappointed with Usher's performance. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get a, okay. a lot of people have mixed reviews on yeah. that. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I was I was sold on like the flashbacks, and I sang along to every single one. Okay. But I mean, uh, I guess I just had much much higher expectations. For, but I mean, he's getting older, so he got winded, I think, after the first, <laughs> after his like walkout performance. But um, as far as the game, I told Rigo we wouldn't talk about it much because he's very hurt that his loser 49ers lost. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm giving him time to mourn the Super Bowl. <laughs> By all means, please do. Okay. And the Swifties won. Mm-hmm. I don't care for either team. So I was like, whatever. You know, you know me, it was all about the snacks, the food and the, and the you know, hanging out with friends type of thing. Oh, no, I d- definitely get it. I, th- I think the game was kind of... Uh, um, Usher was okay to me, but um, it, you're right. He did kind of look like he was a little tired after a few minutes. But, um, you know, I, I did like seeing like Alicia Keys, but I think she started off really rocky. Um, Jermaine Dupree, Ludacris. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think all the, the, yeah. the special features were was pretty cool. Um, yeah. But to me, not a very memorable um, Super Bowl or halftime Super Bowl show. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. thought Rihanna was memorable you know Beyonce Jennifer Lopez it just I don't know I'm Snoop. oh Snoop and Dre that was Snoop <sighs> and Dre and like the whole West Coast I think that's by far been my favorite one of the best halftime Super Bowls and if we take it back to the past I would say Michael 
Jackson and Prince by all means. But, you know, that's many years ago. Uh, may they rest in peace. Um, on another subject, this is Valentine's week. Any hot plans? No, we already, you know, you already know that I hate going out because all they okay. do is rush you through dinner. That's true. Um, Me too. And like, to be honest, uh, Mateo has baseball practice. So. Uh, okay. Well, that answers that. Well, same here. I, I'm not really big on Valentine's Day, um, even though I did see this article that just came out um, mm -hmm. right before we started recording. And I kind of took a snapshot picture of it, but I'm going to read. It's uh, It says, this is how much roses cost this Valentine's Day. This Valentine's Day, Americans are expected to spend more than $2.6 billion on roses for their loved ones. Um, the most expensive roses come from Hawaii. A dozen, guess how much a dozen of roses costs in Hawaii? $128.65. That's in Wyoming is the second highest place, $108. Maryland, $106. Montana and Washington, they will pay, fellas will pay anywhere between $101 and $105. And then we go down, which like Alaska is like $71. Boston is $72. And Rhode Island is like $74. I can't even see spending more than $30 on a dozen of roses when I know they're going to die in about five days. Like put your Give money, me that away, money for a freaking massage. I, I'm saying and your nails done, right? Dra yeah, Draw me a picture of roses in a card. <laughs> And then, you know, stack it with either a gift card or some cash. And I mean, that's how you should roll this this Valentine's. I'm just saying. Um, well, fellas, save your money. And since we are talking about money, actually, we got a letter and it, it's regarding money and finances. So let's get started because I know you have baseball right. to go to. It says, Dear Amy and Nautica, about three years ago, my girlfriend and I moved in together to save money and get out of debt. Last week, we were going over our progress, and I was happy that I am 100% debt-free. Woohoo! My girlfriend, right? My girlfriend did the opposite. She now has over $20,000 in debt. I don't understand how she went from $10,000 in debt to now $20,000 in debt. I love my girlfriend, but I'm not too sure I want to continue with this relationship. I've tried talking to her about it, but she is telling me that she can't believe I'm basing our relationship on her debt. Am I wrong for thinking like this? I really do love her, but I don't want to be worried about her debt all the time. Can our relationship work? Sincerely, Tony Crane of San Diego. Tony Crane, uh, you need to have a crane airlift you out of that relationship. <laughs> that worked out for you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just okay. kidding. No, I mean, it, it truly is an eye-opening experience. As I know everybody says, like, or the old fashioned people, I guess you should say. It's like, don't move in with someone until, you know, you're married. It's like, no, <laughs> you need to see how these people live uh, before you decide to to get married. Um, that is a big, like huge red flag. If you guys made the decision to move in together uh, to save money and instead of saving money, um, she just felt comfortable with the fact that, you know, she was spend having to spend less. Mm -hmm. So she or spend less on bills and because she's splitting them with him, I get I'm guessing. Right. But then she felt comfortable with instead of putting that extra cash towards her debt. She's just like, oh, well, I could spend some more. Um, she's just accumulating more debt. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, 
I'd say, like, have a serious conversation with her, maybe even for Valentine's Day, give her a financial advisor chat. I don't know. Um, but really, really think about that. Because if your guys's views on your future don't align now, especially financially, then there's there's no future. You know, unless he's okay and makes really good money, which, you know, I doubt um, that he's gonna want her to be a stay at home, you know, girlfriend. Because if you want a stay-at-home girlfriend or a stay-at-home wife, you would think that they'd be smart with the financials that you're bringing into the household. And mm. it doesn't seem like she is. No, and I don't think so. Um, because he says right here, I've tried talking to her about it. But she's telling me that she can't believe I'm basing our relationship on her debt. But I think that's very important. When you're in a relationship, finances is something that people are very iffy. And it is a very uncomfortable conversation. But it is a conversation that needs to be had, period. Mm -hmm. Because you could be with someone for many years and know secretly that they've been hiding money or they have all this debt and they don't know what to do with it. And they're borrowing and they're taking out loans and it's just debt on top of debt on top of debt. And coming from the finance world also, that is not good. First of all, number one, you shouldn't have more than three credit cards. And I'm talking three major credit cards, Visa, MasterCard, maybe an American Express. Also department stores, you shouldn't have more than three, maybe Nordstrom's, I don't know, Macy's, what's another department store? Uh, JCPenney's, let's just say, I don't even know if they're around. But just to give you an example, also you need to set a budget of what are you bringing home and what are your bills and how much are you saving? You know what I mean? But this, you know, I know he loves her and he's saying, can our relationship work? It could only work if you guys are on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I 1000% agree. And, you know, there's always going to be one person that's more frugal than the next person. Um, because then I've seen relationships where both people are like super minimalist and refuse to spend and, you know, they want to save, 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 but then they really don't even end up enjoying, you know, what they work so hard for because they're so hell bent on saving. So there's extremes to everything that can cause a relationship to, to fail. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it could also be, you know, someone wanting to save so much that, you know, they don't even want to go out and enjoy a cup of coffee with their partner or, you know, so it, it gives and takes. It's like you and I have the same mentality. You know, we can, we can cut, you know, everything out and make our budget super tight, you know, for the necessities, right? Correct. Um, and we can make it work and, you know, I guess, you know, coupon and, and, uh, discounts and all sorts of stuff. I was like, but when we vacation, it's like all that goes out the window. Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> because, because that's when you reward yourself for everything mm -hmm. that you've been saving, you know, and those, for me, memories are priceless. Well, you know, and I think the other thing too is, and I know I could be in this, this way is you save for the future because you never know. But I also believe in you have to enjoy life at the same time. Eso de, you know, guardar y guardar, keep saving, saving. That's wonderful. That's great that you have that mentality. But like you said, you don't even want to go out and have a nice little dinner with a friend or a cup of coffee or whatnot. And mm -hmm. You know, one thing to our listeners that have been listening to us for a long time, they should know that even from the first season, we talked about money and finances and Amy and I are frugals. Like we are very smart with our money. We price things out. And I'm, I'm just trying to, so Tony Crane from San Diego can hear and maybe 
maybe he could relay this message to his girlfriend, even if she doesn't listen to our podcast, you know, coupons and sales and um, digital coupons. I, I do that at CVS. I do that at Target. I do that at Ralph's and Vaughn's, um, you know, special supermarkets that are very easy on saving like Aldi or Vallarta. I don't know where, I don't know if they have Vallarta. Vallarta's kind of expensive. Take yeah. that back. Well, okay, I'll take Vallarta back. Um, um, but I'm saying like Aldi is one of the best inexpensive uh, grocery stores. Walmart groceries, you know, um, you know, you don't have to wear designer all the time too. It's like I I was watching. You, got, something. you don't you don't gotta eat Ralph's because you're gonna poop it all out anyway. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying there's so many ways of saving money and and there are so many resources like there are people on TikTok and Instagram and um I forgot her name but there's this she's African American and she's like the the budgetista of something and you just google it just you'll find her but she gives you tips on how to save money on how to kind of cut corners but you know good corners in a way and I I think that's so important and I I think that it shouldn't just be only women who are frugals. I definitely think that it should be men. And I know there's this stigma of like men using a coupon or a digital coupon and they feel like, oh my God, at the end of the world. Don't be that way. These are freaking hard ass times. People are getting laid off left and right from Forbes 500 com companies. And it is 2024. This is going to be a really tough year. And Tony, we're trying to help you out. So maybe your relationship can work. But this also goes on her part too. If she's not willing to make these sacrifices and these changes, then you're relationship is not going to work for sure for sure i mean but it's like like you said you know it's it's a serious conversation to be had and and you know he has to he has to bring up this conversation not when he's heated about something but when everything is good as much as it may ruin the day but it has to happen when there's no other drama happening your emotions are not worked up you guys are hanging out at home and everything is fine and you know you sit or you bring it up you're like hey you know i i'd like to talk to you about something that's really been bothering me and you know you lay it out because usually if you if it's he sees a bill and he sees a credit card has gone up and then he's like, what the hell you're spending again. And then the conversation starts. Now she's on the defensive, mm -hmm. but you know, it, it has to start off with it's bothering me and I don't think I could get past it. So I need you to hear me out. And yeah. then, you know, you make a, you make a decision at that point, because if it's a, like I said, if it's a conversation based on emotion, then he's attacking, she's defensive and they're not going to get anywhere. She needs to really understand that it's a make or break and it's not basing your relationship on finances, but he has a future in mind. And these are the sacrifices that he's trying to make to make that future come true. And if that's not a future that she wants, then that's okay. You know, and we go our separate ways. I am such a big, I don't know. I, what? Would, it, would I be a pessimist? <laughs> well, just say, say it, like, say it. Like, like it nowadays, now, you know, after growing up and, you know, going through, you know, my experiences, I'm just so big on there. There is no hard feelings if a relationship doesn't work out. Agreed. You know, because of whatever reason, like I can wholeheartedly say like, hey, you know, this this is just not making me happy, you know, or it doesn't look like I can make you happy, you know, the way that you want to be happy, you know, and it's okay. And, you know, we can go our separate ways. And 
no hard feelings and I wish you nothing but the best. And, you know, but it's just not in our cards for it to continue, you know, well, as opposed to as opposed to digging my heels in the ground. And I'm not saying I wouldn't work through a relationship in hard times, but there's specific things that if it's not working, it is not working. Like my son is a non-negotiable, right? Of course. My kids being involved in my life, non-negotiable. So if someone were to be like, you know, I need you to not be so focused on Mateo. I need you to, for your older boys to not come around because of xyz or i don't need you talking to them or whatever it's a it's like you know what i don't need to be talking to you and that's okay and bye <laughs> no i but agree well you know i will say that it is not your job to make somebody happy they have to be happy within themselves but you know you would be added happiness but if that added happiness is not working then you're right that relationship is not for you and mm -hmm. and your children especially i know you and how much you love your son and how much i love my daughter our children are everything they always come first but it is 2024 and if relationships are not working and if you even go out on a date with someone and you're like I don't feel nothing. I don't think this is right for me. Hey, you know what? Cut them, cut them strings off. Just cut yeah, them loose don't ties. Waste any time. Don't waste anybody's time. Life is too, too short. Um, you know, I was reminded of that, you know, at work, I had a, a coworker pass away uh, way before his time. Um, and, you know, you see how your job just keeps working. You know, it's like you, your employer is not going to stop conducting business because you are no longer around. That you is know, true. Somebody, somebody will fill the workload. Somebody will cover it. And it really sucks. And, you know, I can't think of a more validating thing to witness, I guess, in person than to make your family and your happiness you know, your priority. Uh, because if you make your career, if you hyper focus, if you become a workaholic, you know, all that can be taken away from you in in an instant, you know, and there's nothing, nothing you can do about it. You know, if you are an athlete, you know, the I forgot the name of the player on the 49ers, he was just jumping up and down on the sidelines and tore a free his Achilles, I think. Yeah, it's like and there and there goes that, you know, if you're an athlete, you can lose your physical abilities in an instant in a car crash in a fender bender, you mm -hmm. know, you could be paralyzed in if you are a, a model, uh, you could be in a photo shoot skiing and you scrape your face. And if that was the only source of income, then you're, you know, it's just work isn't everything. And you really need to have a solid foundation at home. Because if you don't, when you do hit those rough patches and you don't have that, you know, foundation to come home to, to help you through, to help you figure it out and to tell you that, it, you know, it's going to be okay, you're going to get freaking nowhere. So, you know, on that on that note, you are, I mean, you're 100 um, percent correct. <laughs> and I think that's very important is to have a foundation, to have a, a support a system from your partner, from your family. And mm -hmm. also, you're right. Um, you know, you could have everything today and it'll be taken from you tomorrow. But you have to live every day with grace and you have to live every day trying to have the most positive mindset that you can have. And last but not least, before we close 
you have to have a little bit of faith. Whatever you believe in, whoever you believe in, be grateful, be thankful, have some grace, and have a little bit of faith and know that everything is going to be okay. And on that note, Tony Crane of San Diego, I hope we helped you. I hope we gave you some insight. We try to do the best that we could. Um, and, um, you know, I wish you nothing but the best. But uh, but yeah. but if you want this relationship to work, try to work it out. Have that conversation. Let us know how it goes. Um, if it doesn't work out and you're looking to meet someone, also let us know how it went. Because we have a lot of ladies who are looking for men that are <laughs> responsible and the good head on your shoulders. And it looks hey. like you do. So we can always play matchmaker. Um, so just let us know. Write us in. Everybody, you guys can find us on all social media platforms or email us directly at frequency at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.